This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 6, Episode 6, The Archive. And let's start it off with an announcement. Uh, we've come to that point in the series again. Uh, it is time to send your questions in for post-game chatter. Post-game chatter. Uh, if you guys don't know what post-game chatter is, because this is your first series with us, uh, it is when we ask you, the audience, to send in your questions about the series. We get the whole cast together to talk about how we felt about the series, and then we uh, read and answer all of your questions. If you send us a question... We'll answer it. The deadline for your questions will be the end of the day that episode nine releases. So that is currently scheduled to be December 19th. So you still have a few weeks and a few episodes to listen to as you go. But if you already have questions you want to send in, don't wait on them and forget them. Go ahead and send them in. And then if you think of more, send in more. You guys can ask us questions about the system. You can ask us questions about RPGs in general. You can ask us really any question uh, and we'll answer them. Uh, you can send us those questions uh, via our website, uh, www.essentialnpcs.com. You can also send them to us via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Uh, all Facebook, or all Facebook, all Essential NPCs. Uh, you can also just email us direct at EssentialNPCsPodcast at gmail.com. And don't worry, we're going to keep reminding you until the due date. Yep, get ready for this announcement every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's move on into Words with a GM. Hello. Hello, GM. Hello. This Words with a GM is about Series 6, Episode 5, Dancing in Circles. So we've had a lot of fun side quests going to and from this supply depot. And this is sort of the end of the Poison Lake chapter with the beast heading toward what feels more like the main plot with the focus um, back on the remnant enclaves. So the the past three episodes have the more sandboxy nature to them. Um, and that seems like a, a good illustration of what I like to call the classic covert GMing style. <laughs> um, covert. Tell yes. me more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Funny enough, it actually started a couple years ago when I first started playing RPGs. Uh, Tommy was kind of the perma-GM, and I felt bad, so I thought I would try running something. Well, I'm really lazy, <laughs> and I didn't really prepare anything uh, come first session. Uh, so I just kind of <clears throat> so I just kind of rolled with it, and it actually ended up working out uh, to my surprise. And so I just kind of built off of that and thought, what can I do to continue being lazy and also having this really fun flow that I'm getting with my players? So the system I kind of developed for me is uh, you actually started at character creation before the game even kicks off. You take bits of your character's backstories and let them build on the world for you because that lightens your load as a GM while also making your players more invested in the world. Instead of coming into the world like, oh, all of this is brand new, 
they're from their corner of the world where they know everything about where they're from. And I think that makes it feel a little more natural. Yeah, you you kind of uh, do that a little bit uh, with with Bumper. I know there were uh, we had talked about it briefly before uh, we even started like actually playing in this campaign, and then you did it uh, a couple times where you would be like, "Bumper, you've been here before, right? Tell me something about this town." Or Bumper, you may know something about this. What what do you know? And like gave me as a player the like the brush to paint this part of the world, you know, and I just kind of made stuff up off the top of my head. And then you just kind of like took that and ran with it. And that became like a permanent fixture in the world that I had just kind of like thrown out. And it was fun. And it's fun for me too. I like hearing what, what everybody comes up with and everybody's got different points of view and it, it leaves a little, leaves a little surprise for me, um, gives me something to work with. And when the game actually starts, uh, we, I talk about, I talk to the players beforehand, try to get an idea of why they're together, why they're working together. And that gives me that that kind of ties into the background part and it gives me tools in order to help motivate them, you take their motivations and give them something to work towards. And all I like to think of it instead of plot hooks where you hook the players and you pull them towards this direction. I like to think of, uh, <clears throat> I like to think of what I do as like plot seeds. I know that kind of sounds lame, but uh, <laughs> where, hey, I'm going to put this here. Let's see what happens. And then as they react and give you feedback, take what they're saying and put it into the game or or use their expectations against them or for them. I only plan a couple steps ahead. Uh, in fact, some of the sometimes in home games, I'm just as surprised by what the plot twist is because I just came up with it uh, based off of, like I said, player expectations. Yeah. We, we kind of saw that in Modestin. you know, we talked about how you kind of came up with the, uh, with the worms based on solely the fact that we were super fixated on why everyone was acting so weird in that town. And then we've seen it more recently with like this kind of side quest surrounding or this little side quest arc surrounding this poison lake. Yeah. Uh, my seed was, hey, there's a poison lake. And then just using logic and, like I said before, player feedback. I'm saying this a lot. Remember this, GMs. And then you just build logically off of that. Okay, why is the lake poisoned? What happened to make it poisoned? What would make this lake interesting to the players? Okay, there's this used to be clean water, but the thing that made it clean broke. They're going to be interested in making it clean again. Okay, well, it's boring if it's just a switch. Why is it not working? What can they do to fix this? What would happen if they stayed here too long or took too long to fix it? That's when the Raiders came in. It's stuff like that. It's just you put the seed in, and all this is just building off of, hey, it'd be cool if there was a poison lake. And as a GM, uh, it's fun for me because, like I said before, I get to be surprised by the story and watch the story progress and not know what's happening and then be surprised by the outcome. And I get to cheer for the players and it's, it's like watching a TV show that you have a little bit of control over. Yeah. I think that's a good point that like, um, a lot of people, once they get behind the GM seat, forget they're also not the only storytellers. Um, and it, it is really a group effort and uh sandboxing, I think, uh, especially the way you do it is a great way to bring the table back to, to its roots of like, you know, this is, this is a storytelling game. 
But I, I think uh, we, we've given uh, the, the GMs amongst our listeners enough. Uh, why don't we move into favorite parts? So, Tommy. Yes. We haven't heard from you in quite a while. <laughs> uh, why, don't, uh, why don't you tell us what your favorite part was? I believe my favorite part was um, the standard hilarity between uh, Bumper, Twitch, and Damien um, around, like, you know, free will versus, uh, versus like, order and stuff like that, uh, and all of it culminating in the moment where, up until this point, it's been really easy to side with Twitch and Bumper in their reasoning. But in this exact instance, uh, Sean found the perfect moment to make it. So it's like, no, no, wait, guys, actually listen to Damien this time. <laughs> wait, no, that's not the lesson. Hold on. No, wait. <laughs> and so there's like hanging out in the middle. It's like, no, wait, really? You really probably should just row because you guys need to get there because there's bandits on the way. Uh, just that whole sequence of events where like they were uh, they were arguing over stuff that like seemed very very much not important at that exact moment <laughs> made it all the more hilarious. Uh, so that, that was, uh, that was definitely my favorite part. Uh, what about you, Addie? What was your favorite part? My favorite part was, um, uh, one of the great player moments, um, where, uh, Sean and, uh, I and Zodra and Twitch were on the same page. It was like, Twitch is going to break that window and Zodra's going to shoot through it. And like, it was just this great synergistic moment where it was like, I just alley-ooped him up and he was like, nah, going back down and like made an opening so we could, we could uh, be cool and do action movie fighting stuff and it was great yeah it does feel good when you click with another player whether it be like in a combat scene or, or a social scene uh, and Covert, what was your favorite moment? When Twitch jumped onto the hood of a Raider truck that was barreling towards him, <laughs> it was awesome and it was terrifying because I didn't want to kill him, but he kind of put himself in a tough spot. So I was super happy when he uh, succeeded and was able to catch the uh, the bolt and keep it from completely annihilating him. Uh, and I thought that I just thought that was a uh, neat fun moment that could have gone horribly wrong but didn't so we can laugh about it <laughs> uh, but uh, as Addie said before we are um, moving towards what feels like kind of the main plot of uh, this campaign uh, just barely over halfway through uh, our 10 episode series uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what uh, is going on with all these remnant enclaves so I think it is time for us to move on in and listen to Series 6, Episode 6, The Archive. Enjoy! Howdy! They called me Bumper on account I was found in a car bumper as a baby. Guess my parents didn't really like that I was born a mutie and decided to toss me in the junkyard. An old greaser found me and raised me as his own. He was like, real smart, and he taught me all sorts of useful things. Mechanics, electronics, history, you name it. When it passed away, I felt a yearning to go out and see the world and whatnot. So I traded all he left me to piece together my very own transport vehicle. I call it the Badass Education and Safety Tour Bus. Or for short, the Beast. Ah, <laughs> oh, this rusted monstrosity ain't much to look at, but she'll get you from point A to point B in a timely and more importantly, safe manner. Now, I've been at this business for a few years now, and if I'm being perfectly honest, which I usually am, 
I probably wouldn't have survived this long if it weren't for this tribal lady named Zodra who travels around with me. She plays a key role in the safety part of my business. I found my home when I built the beast, so it only seems fair I help others find theirs. So as long as I can keep it going, you can bet I'm gonna keep rolling through the waste, picking up strays, and getting them where they need to go! They call me Zodra. I ain't much for talking, but since you want to know my story, I'm a tribeswoman from a place what was called the Green Place. It's a beautiful place with healthy plants and animals that don't much want to eat you. But a while back, a blight came and the Green Place started dying. So my tribe, we split in two, half moving ahead to find a new Green Place and the others staying behind, protecting them that can't rightly protect their selves. Along the way, we dropped off folk to serve as links in a chain between the two halves of my tribe. Lighthouses, we called them. And me and mine, we was chosen to be a lighthouse. Me, my daddy, my husband, and my little girl. And for a while, we served faithfully, making a good life for ourselves. That is, till we came down with the pox. I was the only one in my family to come out of that alive. Mostly thanks to Bumper. He found me on the edge of death and brought me back. I don't know how, but way I see it, I owe him my life. And he seems to have made it his business to help people get home. And that's certainly something I can sympathize with. So until either half of my tribe starts making their way through the chain of lighthouses, I'll use what skills I have to keep old Bump and anyone under his care in one piece. Greetings, commoners. You have the pleasure of meeting me, Damien Bolchris. I hail from the Lake Pleasant Remnant Enclave, a beacon of old-world technology and knowledge led by our brilliant and benevolent master, the Professor. I myself practically grew up in the subterranean laboratories of Lake Pleasant, immersed in the gallant tales of old. In fact, I am so well-versed in such stories that I am a bit of a lore master. One day, as I was making a study of the downsides of democratic governments, the alarms began to sound all across the Enclave. We were being attacked by trogs. From my storied knowledge, I knew the thing to do was to make a daring escape. I grabbed my books and dashed through the tunnels. Along the way, I boldly rescued a curious simpleton called Twitch, and together we made our escape across the lake into the lawless wastes of the surface. Well, hey, they call me Twitch. I don't really have a name on account of being kidnapped as a tiny child for my electrokinetic powers and used as a battery for a remnant enclave led by a man called the Professor. I spent a couple decades chained up in a generator room, getting jabbed with various instruments to increase my output until my home was overrun by vicious trogs. Best day of my life! During the invasion, a guy named Damien accidentally stumbled upon my chamber and freed me from my chains. As the first person to meet me and not torture me for electrical power, Damien instantly became my best friend. We escaped the chaos on his kayak of freedom and got picked up by two wastelanders driving a big old bus they call The Beast. 
I don't know where we're going, but hopefully I can escape this life of horrible pain and find a place to call home. All right. Last time on Atomic Highway, our PCs ended up fixing the water purifier after raiding a supply depot. And then we're set upon by raiders bearing smiley face emblems on their vehicles and armor. And now they're heading northeast towards the archive that they have found on the puzzle box map. Speaking of which, I'd like to click on the archive symbol on the map and see what information is stored there. You bring up the puzzle box, you click on the archive, and it brings up... That is, in fact, the name of the enclave there. They try to collect information about the old world and what went right and what knowledge was useful in hopes to rebuild after the Great Fire. And you know that they've been in contact with the other enclave on the coast and would have attempted contact with Lake Pleasant to consolidate all the knowledge. But after the coastal enclave did not succeed in doing so, they they kind of withdrew and kept to themselves after that, seeing how well all the enclaves had been failing to get along. I see. Listen, everyone, this is a much more exciting journey than I had imagined. We are, it is in fact, the destination to which we are heading is in fact not an archive, but the name of a remnant enclave called the Archive. It will be an entire city, I imagine, of people who are dedicating their lives to collecting knowledge and improving and bringing order to the world. Hell, kind of sounds like a cool place. I'm always up for new knowledge. The journey's long. It takes a couple days to make your way up towards the mountains and it starts to get noticeably chillier as you make your way into the higher altitudes and you follow the map and it leads to a winding mountain road that leads up. Twitch sits in the back of the bus and kind of grimaces. While no one is looking, I take off my bone armor and I put my shirt and my coat back on and then I put my bone armor on over that and pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> You right back there, Twitch? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's great, fine, good, and great. Yeah, I hear the words you're saying, but, you know, while you do have a somewhat difficult-to-read face, I do feel like you are in some sort of extra discomfort besides your normal discomfort. What? Ridiculous. I'm not going to yell about my feelings all the way across this bus. Well, you can come up here and talk to me. You have to remember, this is a safe space, Twitch. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, you, you say you say not to get up while the bus is in motion, or else it's not a safe space. For you, Twitch, I can make an exception. Well, well, all right. Uh, I move up to the front of the bus behind Bumper. Hey, what's going on with you, buddy? Talk to me, friend. Well, I thought this was a good idea and all, but now that I think about it, all these enclaves that can't get along, uh, we're just going right into them, and the last time I was at an enclave, you know, they chained me to a wall and used me as a battery for my whole life. I'm just wondering, what if these people want to do the same thing? Okay, alright, I hear ya. Well, we can go in and we can be all sneaky about what your powers are. Don't let them know nothing or anything. 
Oh, you mean I don't just have to tell everybody about it? No, no, there's this thing called like subterfuge and deception. <laughs> it's where you don't say the truth. Wow. Yeah, you can just like someone be like, I don't know why someone would, but someone come up and go like, hey, are you a mutie? You can say no. <laughs> Wow, that's, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So I just don't tell them that they could enslave me and use me for power. Yeah, and definitely don't like ever say that sentence in a way that, <laughs> that someone might actually do it. Now see, like you got that advantage over me. Now see, someone gets a look at my eyes, they just know. They can tell real easy. But you're like, you know, you're still covered in chains and all, which is a little weird. But I am oh, yeah. in the waist, it's not that weird, buddy. Huh. You can just kind of play it off cool. And and maybe these people at this other remnant place aren't all, like, enslaving and mean. I mean, if they collect knowledge, maybe they're, like, smarter and more enlightened and all that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. But but to start, I'm not going to tell them anything. <laughs> that seems like a pretty good plan. I'll make sure everyone else is on board. Subterfuge and deception. <laughs> I keep driving in. And you know, one time's when we have to, like, stop, you know, pit stop. Or whatever. I'll, I'll make sure to tell Damien and Zoe, like, hey, Twi- Twitch is a little nervous going back to a remnant place because the last remnant place he went to tortured him. Uh, <laughs> so so it's probably in everyone's best interest if, like, no one mentions Twitch's powers while we're there. That seem fair to everybody? Can I count on you two for that? Of course. I suppose you can count on me, but we're going to have a talk later, Bumper. Okay. Okay. We're talking right now. Do you want to talk now? Fine. Let's talk now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, would you give us the room, please? I, I can hear you just as well over there. I heard the conversation between Smiley and Bumper earlier. Well, just pretend you don't hear it. All right. I do not hear whatever you're saying. Thank you. Listen. Right, it's just you and me, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like all these new ideas you're giving Twitch. What new ideas? I'm just teaching them how the way the world works. Well, you no, that's not what you're that's not what you're doing. You're teaching him the way you think the world works. But he maybe can't live in that sort of world. He's a fragile being. He doesn't know anything. You see how stupid he is <laughs> and the kind of stupid decisions he makes constantly. You really think he's fit to be independent? Well, actually most of the people I meet out here are real dumb. So you don't need to know a lot of things as long as you can live. And I seen Twitch get pulled behind a bus and get speared through with an explosive bolt. I think he can handle his own, you know? It's like survival instinct and all that. Well, that may be true, but it's certainly not the sort of world I want to live in, and it's not the sort of world I want him to live in. Right, well, I, I mean, I get that, like, you, like, rescued him and all, but he's his own person, right? So, like, don't he get a say? Oh, he ain't like your son or nothing, right? I mean, you look pretty young, but I'm not sure. No, he's he's no relation to me. Okay, well then, but yeah. I feel a sort of responsibility for him, and I understand we're putting ourselves in dangerous situations, but that doesn't mean it has to be more than necessary. That's fair, that's fair, and I, I, and I, I need to go ahead and put my cards on the table real quick. I feel a responsibility for Twitch as well, because he's one, He's part of my, uh, he's on my bus, and safety is part of the, the service I provide. So trust me when I say I am looking out for his best interests in whatever way I can. And if that's teaching him some life skills that he can use to survive when, like, we're not around to take care of him or whatnot, that seems like a poor good idea, don't it? Well, 
as long as that's all you're teaching him. I mean, I, I, I can teach him about like the stars and stuff. I know a lot about them. Just don't give him any of those dangerous ideas. You know, we wasted so much time in that last battle talking about voting and all this when we could have just done it. We could have just done it. I mean, it could have happened. Right. That's fair. I think it's kind of like a growing pain thing, right? But I hear you and I will... (laughs) 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 And I will observe the situation and keep your concerns in mind moving forward. I appreciate this talk we had here, Damien. Thank you. That's all I ask. Hug, hug, hug it out. What? What? No, no, go away, go away. Drive the bus, driver, you drive the bus. (laughs) First I give you a hug. No, oh, oh. Big old hug. (laughs) A wheel starts to go off the edge of the mountain. Oh, here I go, bye. (laughs) Hey, Sotra. Yeah. I gotta say, I think it might be the hardest thing I've ever done to pretend I didn't hear how much everyone on this bus cares about me. I feel you, buddy. A lot of times the the smarties think that we can't hear them because we ain't as smart as them. Uh, Just because I'm pretending not to hear them. That's certainly what I think. (laughs) Exactly. So don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. If you like what you hear, good. If you don't, punch them. Wow. (laughs) That's a whole new system of government I never heard of. It's called survival. I mean, if he's bigger than you and you think you can't take him, then lack poisonous drink or something. <laughs> You've given me a lot to think about, Sodra. Driving the bus up a mountain, <laughs> trying not to die. Don't die, please. Don't die, please. All right, here we go. Okay. Bling. Oh, what's that? Have I got a message? Is Un- that something I could get? <laughs> you are currently in close proximity to a remnant enclave. Oh, we're close. We're close. I've just got a message. That must mean they're still alive and active. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're, we're still going that way, if that's okay with you, computer voice thingy. Is is that okay with you, Puzzlebox? <laughs> is that okay, my darling? Can we come closer? <laughs> yes. Feel free to approach the remnant enclave. Oh, you're so kind. Would you like me to send a hail? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think so. Hold, hold on. Yes, no, just go do it. I mean, it's basically like knocking on the door, right? <laughs> Holy hell! They do have telephones! <laughs> this is the archive. With who am I speaking? Go, Damien, go. <laughs> Greetings! Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit flustered from, from this situation, um, talking to a new person. Um, greetings! Uh, I am Damien Balkris of the Lake Pleasant Enclave. I'm sorry, the Lake Pleasant Enclave? Well, to be more precise, formerly of the Lake Pleasant Enclave, I suppose. Ah, formerly. Yes. I and my party are... Approaching your uh, your enclave, and we request permission to enter and have an audience with your leader and sorts of those sorts of important persons. What business do you have here? Um, we are seeking knowledge and attempting to bring order to the world, and we would like to get any ideas or inspiration or support you have to offer. Oh, interesting. I'll go speak with our leadership, but uh, as long as your ideas of imposing order are different than the professor's, then we might be able to hear you out. They are heading in that direction, yes. All right. Approach the gate. Uh, Approach the gate. On it. Uh, You come across 
it's uh it just looks like a mountainside and you can't it just looks like the trail ends oh wait where's the guy it is the phone is the call still on hello hello the mountainside begins to open up holy hell they got magic here so and it reveals a it reveals a giant uh, vault-like door and gears and sections of the door begin to turn and then roll away revealing uh uh, a docking bay of sorts. This isn't magic. It's science. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to see what they had to teach us. All right, <laughs> in we go. You drive in and you come up on a platform and it you feel it disengage underneath you and begin lowering the bus and turning. Wow. Hey, Zoe. Yeah, Bump. Better start thinking of an exit plan because it's going to be real hard for me to drive out of here. I already have four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it locks into place, and the puzzle box gives you automated instructions to back into the space, and then a uh, steward will be with you shortly. All right, I go in reverse, pull it on back, and one duck your heads. I, I ducked my head. Yeah, a couple of the mirrors got, a couple of the mirrors got hurt. During the last fight, so I gotta just kind of eyeball this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're parked, and the floor lifts back up to the main level, and you are in this parking bay. I think I ought to go first. I mean, yeah, you're like the cleanest of us and whatnot. You speak these people's languages and all, so yeah. I think I should go last. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe so. You you take the rear with with Twitch. Already back here. Okay, cool. You guys got the rear. We got the front. Let's go! All right. I uh, take a moment to tidy myself and take off my bone armor. I've become quite wild out here in the wilderness, so I've got to recall this sort of proper society. And I take a breath, and I step off the bus, expecting uh, a greeting convoy. And I see... You see a single younger man, and he greets you. Hello and welcome to the Archive. You must be Mr. Balkris. Yes, hello, Damien Balkris. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, he takes your hand and shakes it. Yes, I'm uh, Lance. I'm here to guide you through as a chaperone of sorts. Well, Lance, this is my company. We've got, um, let me introduce you. We've got Bumper, the driver. And Yo, how's it going? We've got Zodra, the um, protection. <laughs> And we have Twitch, my erstwhile companion. Hello! Uh, that is my current companion. Pleasure to meet you all. Now, I understand you're wishing to speak with our leader. Yes, that's right. All right. Uh, well, as you know, we have a neutral meeting place that will be under surveillance. Of course. Well guarded. Yes, we, we have a similar situation at Lake Pleasant, so... All right. Uh, seems... There's lots of different ways Lake Pleasant operates, so I was making sure we were all on the same page for this. Understood. Is that all right with everyone? Yeah, sure. Safety's like one of my favorite things. All right. Let's we can sally forth. All right. Follow me. Uh, he leads you through hallways that seem to wind. They're, it's almost like going through a labyrinth, uh, just turning left, turn right, another left going straight for what feels like forever uh and the the hallways are cold and dimly lit uh made of concrete and you're finally led to a room with a 
glass panels all around it and two armed guards posted in opposite corners in the room. And you're brought in and you're seated around a round table, a round white table. And this room's very well lit. Um, on the way to that room, I'd like to try and commit to memory the way we got here in case something does go horribly wrong and we need to run back. Roll understanding. That's three hits. How do you remember the way back? Left is the first one, and then there's a second right, and then a third right. Left, 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 right, left, right, left, left. Okay, I got it. <laughs> he remembers the way back, should you need to escape. Also on the way. Hi, Damien. <laughs> I whisper. I t- turn around and whisper back. Y- yes. Remember yes, which? Remember what we said about subterfuge? Could you please not refer to me as your current companion? <laughs> <laughs> I like the other thing you said better. Erst, erstwhile. <laughs> I, th- I like it. What? Actually, while I'm here, just call me erstwhile. <laughs> Whatever you say, and I turn uh, and I turn back to Bumper, and I say, "You see, independent thought doesn't suit it." <laughs> Can't talk now. Right, right, left, right, left. <laughs> Lance shoots you guys a dirty look as you're whispering, and he doesn't appreciate it. But you're led to the room. Uh, you're seated at the at the table in this uh, room. There's two armed guards posted on either side. And then the leader comes in. Stand up. Everyone stand up. Oh, okay. I stand. I never sat. An older woman comes in. Uh, she has her gray hair neatly up in a bun. And she walks in and says, Oh, yes, be seated. Be seated. I'm... Master Flynn, I'm in charge of the archive. I understand you had something to discuss with me. That's Mr. correct. Um, Damien Balchris. Yes. It is an honor to meet you, Master Flynn. I um, am not sure if you are aware of the news from Lake Pleasant, but it has been overrun by trogs in the recent weeks. And as far as I am aware, I and... Um, my companion, Erstwhile. Yes, that is my name. Are the only two survivors. Or, well, that's not quite true. But we're the two best survivors, sir. <laughs> and we have, we have discovered a secret project that uh, the leaders of the Enclave seem to have been working on. And at this point, I, I show her, I bring out the puzzle box. And... Um, see if she has any reaction to just the box itself before I go on. She pulls out a pair of small glasses from her jumpsuit and places them on her face and picks up the box. Oh, yes, one of these puzzle boxes they were nicknamed. We worked briefly on these with the coastal towns. Uh, It's actually modified old world technology. Fascinating, fascinating. But you said this was an old project, whereas this particular puzzle box contains the most up-to-date information. It's uh, not old at all. Did Lake Pleasant have one? Yes, that, that is where it came from. It came from the laboratory. Bastards! Why, why do you say that? Well, they've... They 
didn't want to work with us on it, but they they said they stopped contributing. They that the technology didn't work anymore, and then they began. Oh, one of the emissaries from the coastal cities had lost one of theirs in a raider ambush. Are you are you saying that you believe Lake the Lake Pleasant Enclave? sent raiders to go steal a puzzle box from a not, from a fellow enclave? Yes, but I don't know why they would do that when they had chances to obtain one. Some somewhat maybe related question. Hi, Bumper, by the way. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, do you know much about these raiders? Well, other than they're the scum of the earth, I'd like no defining features, iconography they might adhere to. Basically, since these two left Lake Pleasant, we've been harried by some smiley face wearing bandits, and I just wanted to see if maybe these two things were related. Yeah, they got all of them got like yellow smiley faces painted on their clothes and stuff. Yes, they're led by Hellion. That's right, Hellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tadpole said that. Tadpole. Oh, yeah, a trog person we met. It's a long story. I'll be happy to tell it to you at some point, but maybe, like, later. Uh, but, yeah, point is, we were attacked by Hellion and his people. And th- are you saying th- that Hellion was the same, his gang was the same one that stole the puzzle box from the coastal S- enclave? Smiley face icons, correct? Yes, that's right. Yes, that was in the reports. Oh, my God. So it's true, then. It appears that way. This is devastating. So it wasn't a mistake at all when they found us by that lake. They're trying to get that puzzle box. Hey, can I get a quick vote? Uh, the professor, good or bad? I put my thumbs down. Bad. Very bad. Oh, I feel like her vote. Her vote's like two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm still unsure. And I will not let my opinion be determined by votes. So there. What do you think, Zoe? Sounds, uh... Real nefarious-like. Okay, all right. No one's trying to make you change your opinion by vote, but I just want you to know the the state of the room you're in right now, Damien. I understand. I'm not... I'm no longer defending him. Okay. But I'm not ready to attack him. I, I'm starting to think that the professor, uh... I, I think he might, you know, want us back and want what we took back, you know? The puzzle box and other, any other electronics we may have stolen. You stole this from the professor? Well, it it sort of fell into my hands, and I thought I'd better rescue it. <laughs> I thought it would be destroyed. Uh, she she pats you on the shoulder. Good work, Mr. Valkris. <laughs> well, I, I do do good work. <laughs> <laughs> he said do-do. <laughs> uh, Master Flynn chuckles to herself. Well, listen... You you originally had this this project was supposed to unite the enclaves, is that correct? Yes. And but it had failed. The technology failed. Well, the project the technology worked fine, and she she reaches over and pulls up the map, and oh oh goodness adjusts it. She adjusts it to show the technology worked just fine. It was the professor's unwillingness to work with us. So he was kicked out of the project. But without him and his knowledge and his ability to decipher 
what we have in the archives, it all kind of fell apart after that. He wanted it all for himself. He felt that we should all be united under one person, that person being the professor. So wait, what can he do that you can't? The professor is incredibly intelligent, and he can make more sense out of what we have in the archives. I like to think I'm smart, but he's the one that put all this together. It's all this information that we have access to. But he wanted to use it for more selfish purposes, so we cut off access to our archives and pulled out. The coastal cities attempted to keep trying. Their enthusiasm ended up backfiring. Hey, Damien! Twitch whispers. Yes, Damien. Yes, I, I answer in a, a, full, a full voice, not <laughs> wanting to seem suspicious. Hey! I keep whispering. What? What well, is it? So, well, if the professor has some of the information that these enclaves need, and the only thing stopping them from working together was the professor, well, what if, you know, someone else led the Lake Pleasant Enclave, who was more willing to work with other enclaves, and Trogs, who no doubt live there also now. <laughs> I, um, sidle up to Twitch, and I, I don't put my arm around, I almost put my arm around his shoulder, but then I think better of it. You know, someone who's smart, yeah. like almost as smart as the professor. Twitch, I, I think I know where you're going with this. You I, really? Because I don't. You, you think it should be me, don't you? <laughs> you think it should be me who's in charge? Uh, huh. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't be you, but I don't know. When I pictured it, I, I, I don't know if I saw you exactly. <laughs> I just saw, you know, someone who was real smart and willing to work with other enclaves and, you know, uh, uh, beat the professor in a, a, d a democratic election. Well, who else fits that description but me? I don't know. She looks pretty good. Oh, but she already has an enclave uh, that she leads, I say, pointing yes, to uh, Master Flynn. <laughs> yes, and I'm afraid my leadership abilities do not include technology of this kind. Yes. I appreciate it, though. Thank you. Thank you for that inspiration, Twitch. Now I'm going to go try something else over here. And I turn back to Master Flynn, and I say, look, look at this. And I demonstrate the uh, tracker that I had hooked up with the Gips. And I say, look, I, I am able to modify this, sort of at my will. She picks up the tracker and takes her hand and moves the map around and sees the blinking green when she turns the bracer on. You're able to... And put code into this and program it? Yes, linked it up well. With Bumper's help, in fact. Yeah, he's been working on it for a while. We we kind of like just kind of like cracked this egg right open and figured it out. And then and then we got our, ha our hands on that little bit of Gyps technology. And then uh, he went ahead and reworked it. It's uh it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know what kind of stuff you guys got in your archives that you're having trouble with, but we two are both pretty technologically minded, and we might be able to help you make some sense of it. Yes. And the, I'm sorry, did you mention like that the Lake Pleasant also had resources you needed? No, we have the resources they needed. Oh, perfect, perfect. So we don't need to go back there or nothing. So, yeah, maybe we, uh, if if y'all is willing, maybe uh, we can take a peek at what you got and maybe help, uh, help you out. Because if you ask me, having all the remnants kind of working together, spreading the word, getting all the knowledge out there to people... 
That seems like a real good idea. I agree. That's why we've tried it before. Well, perhaps if we take a look at your archives, we'll find some information that will make the second attempt attempt more successful. All right. I'll go with you. You'll be able to make more sense of some of these schematics and plans than I can. And she motions uh, towards the door and it clicks open and she motions for you to follow her. Did Uh, she just open that door with her mind? I don't know, Twitch. I don't know. Yes, Mr. Twitch, I did. What? Really? She you did? She she grins at uh, Damien and <laughs> she grins at Damien and Zodra. I think she might be making a joke. What? Laugh. Huh? 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 You psychic or not? No, Miss Mr. Twitch, I'm not psychic. Okay. Uh, erstwhile is my name, by the way, not Twitch. I don't know where you got that. That's a crazy Sorry, idea. That's just my, my nickname for him, but his name's Erstwhile. Oh, my apologies, Mr. Erstwhile. Yeah, I'm of no relation to anyone named Twitch. Right. So she leads you uh, down some more winding hallways, if anybody's making any songs. I do trust them to a point, but Zodra has convinced me that it's always good to have a contingency plan. And in the name of safety, I tend to agree. So let me start singing. Let's see how I do. That's three hits again. You are the master of using music and song to memorize facts. That's how I learned most of my my trade skill. (laughs) 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 Left, left, left. Right, right, right. Down some stairs and off. Let's go see the archives. Yeah. Go, 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 go. So she takes you into a small room and uh, as you as you enter you just see it labeled the archive and she places her hand on a on a biometric scanner welcome master flynn and the door opens up and it's just this little tiny room with a couple terminals and she pulls up she starts pulling up schematics for simple wind farms for electricity easy ways to make fertilizer to help crops grow how to uh, technology to uh, help the wasteland become fertile again, damming techniques and all sorts of ways to help civilization grow and flourish and to support a population. They just don't have a way to implement it quite yet. I crack my knuckles and look at Damien and say, let's get to work. Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, so what are you guys planning to do with the stuff? Exactly. I would like to find any information corroborating the fact or the accusation that the professor is working against the union of the enclaves and against greater unification. The only thing you can find are the accounts of what you've already been told by Master Flynn and other enclave or <clears throat> and other remnant members you have met, uh, just describing during meetings is unwillingness to work with the other enclaves because he felt he knew best and wanted to run everything himself. And that having the other enclaves fall under him, he would be able to lead everything in a golden age under his authority. There is, however, no evidence that he hired any raiders to do his bidding or commissioned any acts of violence towards the other enclaves. Well then, I suppose we shall simply have to find one of these raiders and talk to him. 
get to the bottom of this. Meanwhile, you said they were having trouble with like irrigation and like and like implementing technology and all that goodness. Yes, one of the purposes of the puzzle box project was to be able to load these schematics onto the puzzle box and have them project the plans in simplified versions so that they could be easily reconstructed. Okay, all right. Uh, can I take stock of like using these terminals? Can I take stock of like their inventory as far as like what might be like I might be able to do to like make little like mini projectors or even if it's like simpler to just make a bunch of printers and just print out like two dimensional instructions, something along those lines? There's no paper. Okay, no paper is good. That's a good start. Okay, so, so, the, but they have like lots of like wiring and like projector technology, maybe. Oh, yeah. You said they got supplies. Oh, they have all sorts of high tech stuff. Perfect. They ran out of more basic things many, many years ago. Okay. Possibly didn't even have, they, they only had a limited supply when they went underground before the Great Fire. Okay, so I think their problem might be if they're trying to make like, puzzle boxes for everyone that could be pretty hard so maybe like we make like we make little like linkedin devices that like are smaller and just kind of be fed information from the puzzle boxes instead of like an entirely huge processing machine to the puzzle boxes just like some kind of receiver that can also project and maybe uh given their limited resources i can i can whip up something that maybe they can hand out to settlements and fulfill their goals almost like a network of yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, like, because you got a lot of stuff here, but you're right. You don't right, quite have, like, enough stuff to make everybody have their own personal puzzle box. But I don't think everyone needs a personal puzzle box if they can at least access the information with something simple. I guess we did overthink this, didn't we? Maybe. I don't know. I'd like to take a crack at it, though, if you don't mind. Yes, of course. I do so. All right. Make uh, understanding in tech. And I'd, I'd like to assist him to link his devices up to the puzzle box network. All right. You may do so. Okay. So I got five successes, but I just want to spend a fortune to make it a good six to honor the V6 engine. <laughs> and I've got three successes. Bumper, you're able to... You grab a couple parts you can find... And within just a couple minutes, you solder some wires together and you set everything up. Uh, and you managed to make a small palm-held projector. Damien, you're able to detect this with the puzzle box and link it. And you're able to send schematics to the puzzle box that Bumper can then manipulate from there. Yeah, see, I'm just kind of like backing off of your feed here, and now I have like the access that you're kind of transmitting to me, and then I don't need to transmit shit myself. So, yeah. Well, it, this is brilliant. I think this might work. I don't know. It's just a first draft. That's amazing. We've we've never had anybody that been able to do this after the puzzle boxes we had were the last ones that we used for our own purposes. Well, not anymore. Well, now, now perhaps the dream of... Reuniting the enclaves under a central authority can be rekindled. Well, not not necessarily a central authority, but maybe maybe like like a council or something. Yes, exactly. Some sort of central organizational structure. Okay, central. I, I understand your concerns, Master. I I get where you come from, but I think I think it's just misunderstanding on that part. Yeah, nobody wants to be the supreme dictator of all these enclaves here, right? Right. 
I look around suspiciously. No. Okay, I, 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 I read the room. I think we're good, Twitch. <laughs> I mean, erstwhile. Yeah, my name. Agreed. All right. Everybody in here seems trustworthy. I say I and everybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about this is, like I said, it, it can't transmit back. Like, so it can't, like, steal stuff, right? It can only get what it's saying. So, so it's, it, like, if, if, I don't know, some raiders were to steal this, they'd just be able to access what we give them. Would we be able to shut it off so they can't use it? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Let me couple, switch a couple wires. All right. Go ahead. Press the button on your screen there, Damien. All right. Type in the appropriate commands. All right. There. Go turn off. It shuts off. All right. I don't know why a light would make that sound. It just shuts off. I made the sound. <laughs> <laughs> and Master Flynn is very impressed with your work. Well, there you have it, Master Flynn. Are we trustworthy enough for you? Yes, this is wonderful. We can we can rebuild the world now. Problem solved. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Does this mean y'all is like done traveling and whatnot? Certainly not. There's oh. a great deal of unfinished business. Yeah, we also gotta like get back and like see if maybe that that lake's all good and stuff. But like, I'd like to see a little bit more of this facility. I don't know about you, zone you erstwhile. Yes, there's there's much more. Yes, yeah. Ma- Master Flint, how many people live here? couple hundred. Our numbers have dwindled uh, as time's gone on, unfortunately. Well, that's still pretty impressive that you got that many. And how exactly are you generating all the power for these people? (laughs) Oh, uh, we have we have uh, generators and as and uh, solar panels. Are these generators and solar panels? Are they human? I'm sorry, excuse me? You know, these generators, what are they made out of? Metal, plastic, they use gasoline or other fuel sources to create electricity. You can just do that? Oh my god! (laughs) Alright, I'm sold. (laughs) This place is great, and the professor is not great. (laughs) So, you, you mentioned interest in... A tour of our facility, correct? Yeah. You got any plants? Zolax plants. Oh, uh, yes. We have hydroponic gardens here. Oh, shit. So that's like high-tech plants. What's wrong with regular plants? No, nah, like, the, the, you'll see. Don't worry. Well, have you seen any regular plants anywhere? When I was little. Well, that might be what's wrong with them. That I was little? That they're not anywhere. Well... But that could be your fault with all these high-tech ones scaring them away. Now, here, just come take a look, Zoe. I promise you'll love it. All right. All right. I'll take you to our farming wing. Um, She leads you through another stretch of hallways. Uh, Bumper, are you bothering to... I'm still still doing it because I don't know. I mean, like, again, I trust these people. But also, I'm going to voice this to Zoe at some point right before we leave. Be like, hey, Zoe. Yeah. I just, like, I trust these people. That's all good and well. But, like, we're getting, like, real deep in this facility. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know how Hellion and them found us before. So, like, just keep your wits about you. All right. Okay. Left, left, left. Right, right, right. Down, down, down to this. Open that door. No, not that door. We took a long turn. Shit. Oh, God, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, you're led to the hydroponic gardens and uh, Sodra. Uh, yes. It's beautiful. This is what you've always imagined the green place would look similar to. There's all sorts of different crops, ones that you don't recognize. There's even some that are grown not even just for food. Some are just grown for their beauty with bright colored petals and the smell and it smells amazing in there. What do you think? Um <clears throat> it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so the idea, I think, is if we can get everyone, like, these blueprints and stuff, they can make, like, greenhouses and actually have this, like, all over the place. Yeah, like, in the sun? Yeah, like, in the sun. I mean, like, they got, like, some, I don't know, that simulated sun or, like, a window up there, but, but yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's important. Ooh, ooh, and if they had food, they wouldn't have to fight other people for food, and then they could stop fighting, and they could read books in their homes in peace. <laughs> Can't argue with you on that one, Damien. Finally, you can't argue with me on this one. <laughs> Wait, what? Are, so what if we gave some of that food to, like, the trogs who were, like, attacking us for stuff? What if we just let them have it? That would be excellent. We could just let them have food. Uh, I think there's, like, a saying, like, teach a man to fish type thing. If we teach them to make their own food, then then we don't have to keep providing it for them. But, yeah, same, same general idea. Well... I'm starting to think Lake Pleasant was really mismanaged. <laughs> yeah, the idea of getting a new leader for Lake Pleasant is not a terrible idea. Putting that one in like my little like back pocket, and maybe like if the opportunity arises, I think Damien might be kind of good for it. Oh, he was saying that too. And I must admit, when I saw the the image in my head, it wasn't him exactly, but you know, I could see it. I guess. Would you maybe say like you saw the man he could become? Let me look at that ghost in my mind again. Go for it. I'll wait. Twitch goes cross-eyed and takes a look at his mind ghosts. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, it's, it's him, but with, like, uh, he's a little more broad in the shoulder. <laughs> and, uh, and he smiles more. Ah, uh, see? Like me. Okay. Except he's not in terrible pain all the time. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. We on the same page here, Twitch? And it believes in safety, like you. Aww. Twitch, that, that tongue's on my heartstrings. Oh, you know what? You know what he is? He's like half Damien and half you. That's what he is. <laughs> if only we could have a sire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's lots of technology in here. Who knows? Uh, all right. Well, I'm kind of at a loss for what to do next. We gotta get this get this technology out to people. We gotta probably maybe deal with like that Hellion band rolling around. They're gonna try and get in our shit. Well, there's a couple of things I think I'd like to do here first. I'd like to download all these blueprints onto the puzzle box because uh, my puzzle box doesn't have them. And then I think we ought to collect. They said they have many high tech resources. We ought to collect as much as we can. So when we we don't go go spreading the knowledge, we also go spreading the materials. Yes, exactly. I mean, is that okay with you, Master uh, Flynn? That's it, Flynn! Yes, and something I think may be useful to you would be a quick drive out to the coast and letting them know that Project Puzzle Box is back online. Quick drives are my specialty. Oh, we couldn't just contact them using the puzzle box we have now? And also, we, yeah, we the, also the, didn't theirs get yeah, stolen? Yeah. Oh, that's right. This is the we one. That's yeah. their puzzle box. That's, you, <laughs> 
You're holding their puzzle box. I see. Well, let's. I uh, well, that we ought, definitely ought to go there and uh, hook us, hook them up. Yeah. Um. So like, we've been jumping from like one place to another, like quick, quick, quick. And I think that like maybe like we take like an evening and like relax before we go out there and possibly get shot at again. Ma- yes, that sounds lovely. Master Flynn smiles and says, "Of all the rooms we have here, the bar is my favorite." They have a bar. This place is the best. It is, isn't it? You're welcome to join me. Drinks are on the house for you all. Which way? I was chained to a bar once. <laughs> that made this evening incredibly depressing. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, I take it back. <laughs> it's okay. And she pats you on the shoulder and gets a jolt. Oh, sorry. I, um, t- uh, I, I, uh. You're electrokinetic. That's amazing. What? No. Yeah. What? Who said that? I, I, I'm erstwhile. I'm a different guy. Twitch is electrokinetic. <laughs> it, it may be time to give up the ghost. Twitch. Yeah, I, th- I think. But I like my ghost. I think the subterfuge is over. Oh. I think I think we can trust them at this point. Because they didn't immediately try to kill you. Master Flynn, I have a confession to make. <laughs> <sighs> my real name is Twitch. Oh, my. I am what Twitch. A, what electric. a shock. <laughs> oh wait, he's a little touchy about that kind of stuff. Oh, my my apologies, Twitch. It's all right. I am, in fact, Damien's current companion. <laughs> yes, he made that clear. You're both currently companions. Oh no, no, I was. I you made a joke. I thought I would make a joke. It was an electrical current joke. They call him. <laughs> there we go. So she leads you to the recreational area, which is just pretty much a bar. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, I steal a potato. Okay. Nobody notices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to do nimble and criminal? Sure. So that's three hits. All right. You've secured a potato. <laughs> well, uh, I understand. Just tell me where I need to go to power the bar. I, I'm sorry? Tell him where he needs to go to power the bar. No, 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 I I heard him. No, a bar is a a recreational facility where you imbibe alcohol and get real drunk. Wait, hold on one damn second. Do y'all not know what a bar is? A what? Of course we know what it is. It's a long and it's a piece of, it's some object that's longer than it is wide. Look, if the jury was ever out about whether Lake Pleasant was a terrible place... (laughs) (laughs) Jury's back in. Verdict is made. That place sucked. Let me show you what a real bar is. And I and I grab them both, getting a jolt from Twitch, but I don't care. I want to take my buddies to a bar. Lead the way, so and Master Flynn. Right this way. She leads you to a room that's uh, labeled the Barchive. <laughs> uh, the archive part of it is in the normal stenciled lettering, but the B is a neon light pink. And she leads you into a dimly lit bar. It's, there's a, there's even a jukebox, if any of you would know what that is. I might. Actually, yeah. It's a roll understanding in lore or understanding in tech. Two hits. I only got one. Damien, you recognize this from your old enclave. It's a jukebox. It plays music. Ah, oh, this is a device which plays music. Oh, like a cassette tape? 
Yes, but it's much less portable than one. Okay. And it also costs money, whatever that is. Huh. I mean, okay, I'm trying to see, like, the advantages here, but either way, it looks cool. I like the lights. I believe that is the principal advantage. All right, so you taught me a thing about junk boxes, <laughs> and now let me teach you about bars. This is where people drink beer and moonshine, which you want. Moonshine sounds much more poetic, so I'll have some moonshine. I look over at Twitch. Unfortunately, the moon has some just painful reminders in it, so I'll just try this beer. Yeah, I thought that might have been the case, Twitch. You okay, buddy? All right. So. You know what I like. All right. A little bit of moonshine, a little bit of beer. (laughs) Uh, Zodra. Yes. There's also a dartboard, and... A couple of couple of guys playing darts, and they're taking bets on drinks. Do they look wimpy? I don't want to beat on people who are wimpy. Everyone looks wimpy to you. <laughs> these guys look especially wimpy. All right, evening, fellers. Oh, oh, uh, hello. You're not from here. That's why you're the smart one. Well, I, I am pretty smart. Uh, <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty good at darts. Fancy a game? Uh, sure. All right. Now, do you typically do it blindfolded or, or are you playing the looking version? I'm sorry, there's a blindfolded version? Yeah, it's when the looking version is too boring. Uh, they they look at each other and look back at you, Zodra, and they... They say, oh, okay, yeah, sure, we'll try the we'll try the blindfolded version. Yeah, looking's yeah, yeah, looking's pretty lame, like All right, all right. Uh gentlemen first. Oh why yes, thank you. So he he turns his head away from the dartboard and covers his eyes and he throws the dart. It hits the wall. He uncovers his eyes and looks excitedly at the dartboard and Sees that he put a hole in the wall, and the bartender starts scolding him. It's your turn. All right. Um, I will throw it over my shoulder, so I'm not looking. Blindfold. Oh. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll uh, nimble on athletics. Uh, that's two successes, and I will uh, pay a fortune for a third. You hit the dartboard almost in the bullseye, but not quite. See... There, gentlemen, you're just as close as me, so um, we'll we'll call it a draw. <laughs> Bumper, you're getting the drinks for everybody, right? Yeah, I'm going to have a moonshine, I'm going to have a beer with a shot of moonshine, I'm going to have another moonshine, and then I'm going to have a beer. You got that, buddy? You're going to have a moonshine, you're going to have another moonshine, you're going to have a beer with a moonshine in it, then you're going to have a beer. You got it. That's per good, per good. I'll have to try to shake it up a little bit. Keep it excited later in the evening. We just starting, brother. Hand him over. He uh, he slides the drinks over to you. He's a huge guy, and he's got like a he's got like a huge mustache too, like a handlebar. And he slides it down towards you. And his hair's kind of kept short, uh, just like most of the guys in the enclaves. Must be nice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. This is a beer for you, Twitch. Thanks. All right. Uh, and then this is your your concoction, Zoe. Okay. And then, uh, Zoe, if you would be so kind, and I raise up the two shots of moonshine for me and Damien so that she can hit it with her flint and tender, catch my fire. 
swoosh. Here you go, Damien. Be careful not to burn your face off. Holy cripes. Uh, it's can... not a drink if it can't hurt you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait. Master Flynn stops and has, has one in her hand as well. Would you do me the honors? I lied it. <laughs> to the to, beast. To the beast. To to the the beast. Clink. And then she shoots it back like a pro. And I shoot mine. And I singe my lip. They got to shoot it. Don't try to sip it. All right. Uh, you, uh, Master Flynn smacks you on the back. It's a good burn, isn't it? It's, it's certainly a burn, yes. <laughs> this water tastes like something. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Yeah, I like it. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I just drink the night away. Free moonshine's my favorite kind of moonshine. I definitely hit the jukebox at one point and started up <laughs> with my electricity. Yes, you do. A classic tune from the old world, an artist by the name of Oberon Delgado, comes on, and it's a wonderful dancing tune. Oh, man, how many guitars that guy can play at one time? <laughs> I start dancing. I also start dancing. It's very silly and <laughs> awkward. Uh, so you've, you've each had drinks. I've uh, had quite Damien. a few. Yes, I've been. I, I have no understanding of limits in terms of alcohol. So I've been keeping up with um, <laughs> Bumper. Oh, no. I have 21 hit points. I can take it. <laughs> I stand on the dance floor and twitch normally because I think that's what everyone is doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly what I'm doing. Do uh, the twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's drinking, roll either tenacity or toughness test. Your choice. I got two hits. All right, you're fine. Also me. You're fine. Two hits as well. Bumper. I got three because I spent a fortune. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Nobody's dancing is that ridiculous yet, except for probably Damien, who... That would be the case uh, anyway. How, How are you dancing, Damien? Uh, I've sort of got my right arm go- going like up and down, and then my left <laughs> arm going backwards and forwards, but they're completely different rhythms. And then also I'm sort of sitting, doing a sort of sit-down motion in the air, and then standing back up. <laughs> work it, Damien, work it! I begin to do this dance as well. <laughs> I join in. We'll call it the Beast Boogie. I would like to pay two fortune to do a minor plot tweak and say that the surveillance that was in that room, it's everywhere. This is caught on video. It is in the permanent archives of the archives. And this dance and this moment will be remembered forever, for all time. Do the Beast, the boogie beast, the boogie beast. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're doing the beast boogie, is that what you called it? You can call it beast boogie, boogie beast, whichever you like. As you're doing the boogie beast, uh, it begins catching on amongst other patrons in the bar. And soon everybody's doing the beast boogie. <laughs> Come along, bear patrons. Join me in the beast boogie. <laughs> A one, two, three, four. 
That's the guy. The guy I saw in my head. <laughs> there he is. I see him toe twitch. He's, he's doing that exact dance. I can't stop looking. It's the leader we've always dreamed of. Zodra. Uh, yes. Everyone's doing the beast boogie. What are you doing? I suppose since uh, these characters are ingratiating themselves to this uh, populace, I shall instead not. <laughs> so everybody's having a great time and doing the beast boogie with their arms flapping up and down and or back and forth. And Zodra's in the corner? No, right in, in the middle the of the bar. Oh, right in the middle yeah. of the bar. I, I am ashamed of my non-participation. I'm enjoying myself. The bartender agrees with you. You do you, so. Yeah, me and, me and Jimmy the bartender. We're uh, having a good time. Well, I, per- I prefer James, please. Okay, Jimmy. Uh, I'm right there with you, dancing stupid. Hey, you let people have their bliss. That's the whole point of a bartender. Get it together, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> he hands you another drink. I drink it. It's all right. So after a long night of partying and unwinding, you're led to bunks for you to stay in uh they actually have enough separate rooms since the population had started to dwindle. You actually each are able to get your own single rooms if you wanted. They're they're small. They're modest. Um, it's a rack with a bed on it, um, drawers for clothes, and it even has a toilet in a separate room with plumbing. That's a fancy. Yes. I don't know about all everyone else. I give it a try, but and then I wake up in the middle of the night, and I go, all right, well, you done tried, Bumper. And then I go in the hall, left, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> left, up, down, and through that door, but not that door. It's wrong. And then I eventually find my way back to the beast, and I get in, I curl up in there, and I fall asleep. And just, you've never felt more at home than on your bus. That's yeah, more like it. How's everyone else uh, adjusting to their new accommodations? I crawl into the room. I crawl onto the bunk, lie down, throw up a little bit, and pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I lie down and say, oh, it's what comfort feels like. <laughs> That's what they keep talking about. And I fall right asleep. <laughs> uh, I take the sheets off the bed and string a hammock. It's above, so, you know... If somebody walks in and tries to get me, I'm above them. <laughs> you do so. You all wake up the next morning, and you you find you've been invited to breakfast. Master Flynn comes by and wakes you up herself. Starting with Twitch, she knocks. Ah, oh, God. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Twitch. Would you like to come join me for breakfast? Hey, I, yeah, I'd love to, of course. Although... I must admit, I feel like we might not be staying too much longer, as much as I'd like to. Yes, we've enjoyed your company, but uh, unfortunately things need to be done. There's work to be done. we got to unite these enclaves, save the world and stuff. Yes, but that all starts with a hearty breakfast, and she gives you directions to, uh, to the dining area. How did Bumper do it? Left? <laughs> it's, no, no, Mr. Twitch, it's down the hall, right... Sign. All right. The sign. I can remember all three of those things. The sign has dining 
area on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure that helps a lot of people who can read. It has a picture of a knife and a fork on it. I'm sure. I've seen a fork before. That's what uh, Bumper used to eat my girlfriend. <laughs> What? I leave. <laughs> uh, she knocks on Damien's door. Uh, oh God! Oh my God! That smell. I'm I'm still be- I'm sort of asleep and muttering. Uh, Mis- uh, Mr. Balkris. Uh, nipples. <laughs> uh, 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 what? Mis- you're invited to breakfast. Don't t- I said don't touch. What? You're invited to. Breakfast, it might help you sober up a little Mm. bit. Oh my god, stop shouting. (laughs) And probably don't look at lights either. Okay, Uh, what is this feeling? I feel horrible. Drink some water, you'll be fine. There's some in the dining area. I have to go all the way to the dining area. I'll leave you to your business, Mr. Balkris. Shh. (laughs) Clunk. Ah! Oh god, I Uh, slog out of bed. Miss Odra? I turn the contraption that I have set up to open the door, and I have my boomerang and the potato ready. <laughs> I didn't bring all of my sharp weapons. I thought that would be faux pas. Miss, <laughs> Miss Odra, uh, breakfast, you're invited. Miss Odra? Miss Odra? Oh, I jumped down. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, all right. Uh, is it the dining area? Uh-huh. Okay. I know where it is. She looks up at the hammock and... People don't look up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. And then uh, knocks. she knocks on Bumper's door. Mr. Bumper, breakfast. Oh, he ain't there. Where did he go? He slept, walked back to the beast. I heard him sleep singing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll send somebody else out there. I don't feel like going. Uh, Bumper, <laughs> Bumper uh, someone invites you to breakfast. Do you hear rapping on... Nah, down on booty. What? <laughs> Huh? Oh, hi! I opened up the door. Hello! Uh, Miss Flynn has invited you to breakfast. Oh, sure! Okay. Um, I know how to get to my room. Then just add, then a left and a right, and there's the sign. Okay, I like you. All right, have a go! Down these stairs, through here, go! Go, 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 go! Uh, so if you choose to go eat breakfast, Miss Flynn's in the, or Master Flynn's in there, and she's eating. Uh, it's egg-like substance. I take three hellbends. All right. Is anybody else eating? Yes. Yes, I'm. I'm managing. <laughs> no, no, Mr. Balkris, the the food's going to help you recover. Mm, just. Mm. Hi, Damien. How's it going? Oh God, <laughs> this was a mistake. Hi, Damien. Good oh morning. Oh, my God. Oh, man, we're all here. Wow. Don't you all feel terrible? No. Why not? Well, I know why. Why not? I literally always feel terrible. I think that alcohol must have been poisoned. I don't know. I mean, like, alcohol's not good for you. What? Yeah, technically it is poison. Yeah, like in large quantities, you could die. Mm-hmm. What is the matter with you? <laughs> I thought we'd entered a place of reason and logic. Right, but like, didn't it feel good to cut loose a little bit there? Like all your inhibitions and all that? To be honest, I can't even remember what happened. Well, I mean, like up until what you forgot. (laughs) It does, it did seem like I was having fun. Right, 
man, you were. If only you could see it. If only there was a way for you to see it again and relive it. Well, thank God that's not possible. Actually, Miss... Actually, Master Flynn says as she pulls out a small hollow projector. Oh, hey, I made one of those. And it uh, displays a screen of everyone doing the Beast Boogie. Ha ha! There you are, Damien! You're leading the crowd! With Damien in the middle of the crowd leading everyone on. I I see this, and I, I look at myself doing this dance, and I can't believe it's me. First, I don't recognize myself, and then I do recognize myself. And then my face turns like I'm bleeding, but it's just the skin is very red. Uh, and then and it feels like I'm bleeding, and then I throw up a bit. <laughs> and then I go back to my room and shut the door. Well, I think that went pretty good. <laughs> Hey, I think he handled looking at a bunch of dancing ghosts pretty well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I gathered you here, those of you well enough to attend, <laughs> to feed you, sober, sober you up, and discuss our next move. Yeah, well, I figure we go into that coastal town, right? And we're gonna like be like, "Hi, what up? We got your puzzle box, and like we got these little like hollow projectors. Maybe we could like I don't know how many like settlements there are." On the way there, but we could stop by and hand out hollow projectors if you want to do that. But Project maybe isn't like alpha version right now. You probably want to wait until beta before you start handing out trinkets. Of course. Hey, that that place on the coast, what's it called? It's just known as the Coastal Enclave. They're not very creative. Yeah, they could never think of something like Barkhive. <laughs> Master Flynn smiles. All right, yeah, so we're just going to head that way. And, like, I mean, I don't know how much range y'all got on communications, but, like, we can keep in touch on the way there if you can read, if, like, if your your phone capabilities extend that far. It's hard to say. We, we just have old world radios that don't extend that far out to the west. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Well, then, yeah, we're going to go there. We're going to, like... Coordinate with them, get them to coordinate with you, and then we're going to spread the word of peace, love, and knowledge. And safety. Yes, and safety. That sounds like a wonderful plan. Uh, Now there's the discussion of supplies. Do you need any fuel or extra food to carry you along the way? Yes and yes. All right. Also, I don't know, Zoe, I noticed you didn't get your arrow back after that last fight. That's that's true. Y'all got any arrows or like shafts that she can make arrowheads for? Yes, we we have an armory of arrows. Armory, you say? Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, however much you want to, like, supply us, the base can hold a lot of cargo. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll just have supplies brought to the loading bay and loaded up on your bus. Is it unlocked? Are we allowed I mean, access? No. But I can go back and unlock it. I never leave it unlocked. Okay, you're more than welcome to stay with it as the cargo's being loaded. I think she'd prefer that. Totally understandable. <clears throat> so you go down to the loading area um, and stand by the beast as she's loaded and refueled. Yeah, I have two little stick batons and I'm like directing everyone around with them. All right, you come forward, you go right, you stop! They're all ignoring you. <laughs> yeah, but I do it anyway. <laughs> I look damn good doing it. 
Uh, what is everyone else doing to prepare? I'm drinking a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch, you got anything? Uh, I don't really know what to do with a, uh, with a remnant enclave when I'm not chained to a wall, so I guess I just wander around. Uh, you find a sign that one looks like a man and one looks like a man wearing a cape. <laughs> well, I'm just a man. But sometimes I wish I had a cape. I'm going to go find cape people. <laughs> and I go inside the cape people door. Zodro, what are you doing to prepare? Uh, so this arsenal of arrows that I'm being supplied with, that's just going straight to the beast, right? Yes. Okay. So um, now I, I inquire about any other arsenal there may be. Nothing they have is necessarily anything better than what you have already. All right, all right. They don't have any firearms. <laughs> Nobody has firearms. Those are just a myth. I have lightning arms. <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's all right. All right, since nobody really has... I mean, I, I did think these were peaceable folk, but I thought I would check it out anyway. Um, I will say farewell to Stick in the Mud Jimmy. And... Um, so, yeah. Bye. And uh, and then I will um, go back up to that um, technology green place, which is kind of an abomination and kind of the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life, and um, and see if anybody's there. Is anybody there? Hello? Anybody no here? No one's tending to it currently. All right. Is there like something small, like a potato that I could fit in my pocket that's not a potato? I don't know if you recognize it. They also have tomatoes. Onions. They also do, they do have peppers, carrots. All right, root vegetables. I like it. Um, I'll, I'll just kind of see what I can like take without making it look like anything's being taken. And right. uh, and uh, and then if somebody walks in, I'll just be like, "Oh, hi. These are mine because you're sharing." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you were extending an offer of supplies anyway. Excellent. I'm taking a potato. Okay. I'm taking this potato, not the one in my pocket. <laughs> okay. I take it. I'm going to stick it in dirt. See what happens. You have a variety of vegetables. I have a basket of vegetables. Hey, I got like one more request. Yeah. Um, I couldn't help but notice that when... Damien was out on top of the beast using the buzzsaw ballista. He was woefully exposed to the elements and violence around him. Uh, so I'm going to try and find, like, Master Flynn. And if I can't, just try to find someone who seems, like, relatively in charge and, <laughs> and see if, like, they have any supplies. I've always thought, like, maybe I could build, like, a cage around that, protect the person inside, like, extend the armor of the beast over the ballista so whoever's firing the ballista safe. All right. Uh, you request that, and she said she can check on some supplies. Uh, supplies for vehicles, however, supplies for vehicles. She warns is woefully low. So that's fair. I'm I'm all about fair trade and all. You look. I got these three tires. Now they're not no flat tires. They're just normal tires, but they're good for off roading and stuff. Or like you can break them down and make other things out of them. She'll accept three tires for materials for, for making the turret. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry I can't give you the fourth. I'm still using it. <laughs> That's fine. We just need tires of this size. Perfect. Glad we could come to an accord. Do you do you start working on the 
Yeah, I mean, like, if I got the time, I'm going to try and make that make yeah, that armor cage. Yeah, you got time. Look after my buddy Damien when he shoots, or anyone else. You take some time, and you're able to install that on there. Is everybody ready to go? Oh, hey, Master Flynn, where's your cape? <laughs> I'm sorry? Well, you're, I'm sorry. I mean, I know I don't have one, but you're in the caped people room, and uh, I don't see any caped cape on you. people ye- room? Yeah, it was on the sign. Oh, Oh, goodness, no. That was the restroom. Oh, I thought I went to sleep in the restroom. (laughs) You're a nice person, Mr. Twitch, but I must go now. Wait, I wanted to give you something. What's that? I I don't have too much use for this, but but maybe you do. It's this stigmanometer that I found in the supply depot. It used to belong to the coastal enclave, and I don't know. Maybe you could uh, find out how fast your blood's going. Mine goes real fast. Wow, actually, thank you. Our medical crew can make good use of this. Thank you. Yeah, they can have blood races. (laughs) Sure, yeah, they can race their blood. All right, well, I'm glad someone's getting use out of it. Well, thank you. Once I come back into myself a bit i'd like to make sure we're getting supplies so that i can make more of the small um reception boxes yes that also if it's possible also get supplies to build trackers inside of those yes you you have they're very limited though um you can make one of each well, that'll be Actually, good you can make enough. two of each. I'm sorry. <clears throat> you can make two of each. An excellent start. Two of each. All right. Everybody aboard the beast. All right. So is everybody climbing board? Yeah. I'm uh, putting my potato in dirt. Yeah, you can use the boots of my samurai armor. That's a good call. The, the, uh, the helmet's working out real well. Cool. Yeah, there's gloves in there, too. You can just use it all. It's mostly just for show. One step at a time. Okay. Get it? Because there's boots. <laughs> you made a joke. So I knew you flirting with that bartender was going to work out good for you. What? Yeah, I saw you and that bartender getting along. You mean exchanging more than like three words? You mean sad Jimmy? Yeah, he's only sad because he can't get none of that. And I give her like a, a playful poke in the ribs and then immediately regret it. <laughs> I, I punch him half in the arm. Ah, ha, ha, ha. That's great. So I'm going to go drive the car now if I can still. <laughs> So everyone is getting along great on the bus, and uh, you get directed out onto the to the elevator, and it raises up and turns back to face to the outside. The doors open, and you drive down the mountain pass towards the west, and that is where we will end this session. Down the hill, down the hill, don't go too fast or you'll die. Uh-oh. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, or specifically approved by Colin Chapman or Radioactive Ape Designs. Atomic Highway is property of Radioactive Ape Designs. For more information, search Atomic Highway on www.drivethroughrpg.com.